0: Hello there, Far Traveler. My name is Amith Longbender, and I will be your convoy to Eothana. I have traveled parts of this multiverse and visited various planes of existence, and yet I call Eothana my home. Eothana is a planet very much like your own. It's a terrestrial world, covered in water, with several continents throughout the planet. The climate fluctuates moderately with extremes at the poles and equator. It orbits the sun and has one moon, much like your own world. We exist in a multi-planar multiverse, I'd argue much like you. Aethana is home to a large variety of peoples and cultures, which has shaped the way the world has split into states, religions, regions, and customs. This world is divided into nine continents, each different from the last. While the planet is beginning to become more globalized as far as trade and business is concerned, it is still very far away from there. With such diversity, it's no amazement that there would be mistrust of what people see as the other. The world sees huge disparities between wealth distribution, technological advancement, and information accessibility. It is often governed by rules that make it appear similar to yours. People make choices based upon wants and needs, people are connected by their political and religious affiliations, and even their outward appearance, much as it is on your world, I'm told. Over the past several decades, our planet has been going through a revolution of ideas, technology, and cultural integrations. These changes are not seen in the same fashion amongst our cultures, as each has worked to find its own solutions to the problems that come with living in complex societies. Due to these discrepancies, many people are left behind in the wake of advancement and social mobility. Entire civilizations essentially shut out. I'm told this has happened and continues to happen in your own world. Euthana has always been secluded in terms of population diversity. Of the nine continents, several were hubs to various peoples and their growth. Rubrin, Osfa, Erikan, Lesux, and Gloji Toyan were homes to different groups of people. Over the past several hundred years, peoples dispersed some in a mingling and eventually creating new societies. Some groups were hesitant to change and or embrace others, and others well were founded upon the ideas of creating new homes. The continents of Minkrari, Gistrau, and Vesera became more and more developed, with some peoples traveling to Inolion as well. The development of countries, cities, communities, and cultures varied throughout the world. As more people became aware of the magic and its use in daily life, more people utilized it as a means of advancement. This helped drive the movement of new peoples across the planet. Several forms of technological advancement have developed throughout the world additionally. Some cultures utilize steam to drive their industry, some harness combustions as a means of powering machinery, and still others have a preference for magical means of work. A few cultures and societies were not as quick to embrace change, and some were left out altogether. As peoples are so different across this world, trust is not always given between the groups. Even more so, not every society has been quick to share their advancements, innovations, or discoveries with each other. Many countries confederated into blocks of power in an attempt to protect their own standings. This has continued until over a decade ago, as around this time the visitors from other worlds made an appearance, a landing in the country of Brososa located on the continent of Rosera, these travelers brought new technologies, new meaning and new ideas. The people of Brososa have not wished to share their newfound gifts, and these advancements have stayed within the continent of Rosera, creating a Cold War sorts, with the people of Rubrin. Brasil is one of the most populated countries in the continent of Frasera. Not only is it the economic stronghold of the continent, but it's where most extraterrestrial travelers visit. The three largest cities, Chilori, Confeld, and the capital, they are all home to large starports. These starports are not often known to most inhabitants, as the idea of visitors coming from the cosmos is quite novel to most people. Brasosa is thought of being very free and equal. It is a large democratic country. People vote in a representative democracy where decisions get made. As such, Brasosa has a strong central government. The capital confeld has control over the entire country. The large military for the country is composed mostly of poor citizens hoping for a better life. Many of the wealthy of the country do have private militias. I personally don't see the point. The country varies in climate, with the peninsula being highly tropical, and the north being home to temperate forests. To the west of the Hanbrassvah Desert, the land is home to a few marshes and swamps as well as two mountain ranges, Grand Miout Mountains and the Chamdale Mountains. The large Kanjore River runs through the center of the country where most of the early settlements were formed. This includes the capital, Klinfeldin, as well as Ploisfield and Penoria. As far as population, the country is one of the most populous as well as the most diverse. Tulori is the largest city in the world of Aethana, a place where all varieties of people come together. A place of opportunity, risk, and intrigue. A place of vast differences and inequality. Tulori is literally the city that rose faster than it could expand. Tulori was once a small town, however, a chance encounter with visitors made a hub for anyone seeking adventure, wealth, or knowledge. The city quickly rose despite the fact that the surrounding land was swampy, humid, and rather uninviting. Spaceports were built, but this information isn't widely available. All that most people knew was that the city was growing rapidly and could provide ample opportunity. The city couldn't expand outward fast enough, so it went the only direction it could go. It grew upwards. The city was built on top of itself and redesigned and reforged as a layered city. The city, however, still held districts in each layer, much as cities do, but now another element of depth was added. The layers were utilized for specific purposes and means and created divides. Chilori is known for its eight layers. The city is highly segregated with the wealthiest living in the top and the poorest living in the bottom. Each of the layers serves different purpose. The lower level is where the dirty work is done, sanitation, courier work, factory production, like transporting, as well as the homes and shops of those most neglected by economic prosperity. The second level is the transit level where most transportation of goods occurs, as well as where the transit from outside the city arrives. While the elite travel very private means, and I prefer magical travel, public transit is located on this second level. The third layer is the market level, where most of the actual trade, commerce, and crafting is done. Going up, you'll find the first, second, and upper layers. These layers are named for their middle class status, where a majority of citizens reside. Many mid-class businesses, activities, social structures, and places of congregation are located here as well. The next level is known as the Civic level. It's here you'll find government structures as well as public spaces. While these spaces are public, it's rare for those on the lower level to venture here. The final level is the Nirvanan level. This is where the wealthiest and most elite live. Unless someone is from here, citizens know very little to nothing about this level. To be honest, it's not that wonderful. Besides the view of the night sky, it isn't any better than any other layer. Most people just live their lives not focusing on the divide or meaning of it. They just know where they can afford to live, eat, trade, or educate their children. They focus on where their next meal is coming from, not some deeper meaning in the design of the city. I know many in my own circles don't care one way or another. Why should they? They have everything they need. I, however, not fitting in with my peers, do have a concern for those less fortunate than I, especially the children of this world. If you have any other questions about our world, I'm sure I can answer them. It's not every day you get to meet someone with such prestige, knowledge, and power. I've worked hard to learn everything I can about this world. With my own network of informants and allies, I do my own work to keep an eye on the barriers of this world and others. So do yourself a favor. If you plan to visit this world, make sure you don't try to disrupt our way of life. And everything will be fine.